Popular doctrine states that Jesus was God in the flesh, but others believe Jesus became God after his resurrection. Still, others believe Jesus was just human with God-given abilities. I'm going to discuss this and much more in today's episode of the Glowing Calls podcast. Hello, I'm James, and welcome to the Glowing Coals Podcast. I must confess that in the past, when I would read the New Testament, I asked myself, is Jesus really God? There are some portions of Scripture in the New Testament that had me scratching my head, especially where the Apostle Paul introduces Jesus at the beginning of his letters. Let's look at some of Paul's writings. For example, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, Paul writes, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so why does Paul call the Father God, but calls Jesus Lord? Is Lord another name for God? Let's look at another verse. In 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 6, Paul again writes, Yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came, and through whom we live. Now, it would appear that Paul only calls the Father God, but instead calls Jesus Lord. So, what does Lord mean? Well, according to my research, Lord in the Old Testament means Adonai, a name or a title of God that emphasizes his lordship. In the New Testament, Lord means Master, which, like the Old Testament, emphasizes Jesus' lordship. Let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. Paul writes, For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. As you can see here, instead of Lord, Jesus is called man and mediator. Why is it we can't find a salutation in the New Testament letters that introduces Jesus as God? It is verses like these that have some questioning Jesus' deity. And if Jesus is not God, then who is he? Well, some say Jesus is just a man with God-given abilities in order to perform the role as a mediator between God and man. Notice that I said role. Is there a difference between a title and a role? According to one definition, a title is what you are, whereas role is a function of what you do. So, is it possible that Paul just emphasizes Jesus' roles? Well, before I answer that question, let's have a look at some titles for Jesus. Here are just a few. Lord, Master, Rabbi, Son of David, Lamb of God, and Son of Man. Let's look at each one. Lord, someone in a position of authority. Master, a man who has people working for him, especially slaves. Rabbi, a Jewish teacher, son of David, a descendant from the line of King David, Lamb of God. Now, according to the scriptures, a lamb was used as a sacrifice for the sins of the people. In the Gospels, Jesus is called the Lamb of God, which implies that Jesus was the sacrifice for our sins. But if Jesus was just a man, how could he then be a perfect sacrifice without blemish? Isn't man a sinner? In the New Testament, Jesus claimed that he never sinned. If Jesus was therefore a man, did God give Jesus the ability to not sin? 
And lastly, Son of Man. Now, this title is the one Jesus used for himself the most. This is the title that best identifies him with mankind. Now, let's look at some roles for Jesus. Savior, someone who saves someone from danger. Redeemer, someone who exchanges something for something else. Mediator, someone who attempts to make two conflicting parties come to an agreement. Advocate, someone who publicly pleads another's cause. But there is one more title, a title Jesus claimed indirectly and directly. Let's look at an indirect instance. Jesus said that in Psalm 82 that we are called gods, sons of God. If so, wouldn't that make Jesus the Son of God? So why indirectly? Well, it's possible that if Jesus revealed who he was too early, it would jeopardize his mission to die on the cross, for some would take him by force and make him king. Only once did Jesus directly acknowledge he was the Son of God. But let's hold that thought for a moment. For now, let's look at some scripture that indirectly shows that Jesus is the Son of God. In Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, it says, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. And what does Emmanuel mean? It means God with us. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it says, For us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Did you catch that? This child or man to be born will be called Mighty God and Everlasting Father. In Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 5 through 6, it says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. So as you can see, the branch of David is the Lord, all capitals, who is Yahweh, and Yahweh is God. In Micah chapter 5, verse 2, it says, But as for you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you one will go forth from me to be ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. Based on Micah, the ruler of Israel that comes from Bethlehem is from everlasting. In other words, Jesus has always existed and is therefore God. In Psalm chapter 110, verses 1 through 3, it says, The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. The Lord will extend your mighty scepter from Zion, saying, Rule in the midst of your enemies. Your troops will be willing on your day of battle. Arrayed in holy splendor, your young men will come to you like dew from the morning's womb. Jesus posed a question to the Pharisees in Matthew chapter 22. 
He asked them whose son the Christ would be. The Pharisees correctly answered, the son of David. Jesus then asked, Well, how then does David in the Spirit call him Lord? By saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Jesus then said, If David then calls him Lord, how could he be his son? Well, the obvious answer to the question is that Jesus existed before David. For Jesus, the Christ, Messiah, and son of David, is the Lord that David refers to in the psalm, who was asked by the Father to sit at his right hand. In John chapter 10, verse 30, it says, I and the Father are one. Here, Jesus claims to be equal with God the Father. Let's look at what the Apostle Paul had to say, which provides evidence that Jesus is God. In Philippians chapter 2, Verses 5 through 6, Paul says, Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped. As you can see from these last two verses, Jesus is equal with God and one with God at the same time. In Colossians chapter 2, verses 9 through 10, Paul says, for in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. So here we see that the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in Jesus. In Romans chapter 9, verse 5, Paul says, To them belong the patriarchs, and from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is God Overall, blessed forever. Amen. In Titus chapter 2, verse 13, Paul says, Looking for the blessed hope in the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus. It's quite clear that Paul believed Jesus to be God. Let's look back in the Gospels and see if we can find any evidence that Jesus received worship, which is reserved for God alone. In Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 2, it says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it arose and have come to worship him. In Luke chapter 24, verses 51 through 52, it says, While he blessed them, he parted from them, and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him, and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. In John chapter 9, verses 35 through 38, it says, Jesus heard that they had put him out, and finding him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and he is the one who is talking with you. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. And lastly, here are some verses in the Gospels that shows that Jesus himself claimed he was God. In John chapter 10, verses 28 through 33, Jesus says, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, 
is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a man, claim to be God. And last but not least, let's look at an example where Jesus directly said he was the Son of God. At Jesus' trial, his time had finally come. He was to be judged and condemned to death, and by his death, die for the sins of the world. Caiaphas asked Jesus the ultimate question. In Matthew chapter 26, verses 63 through 65, it says, But Jesus remained silent, and the high priest said to him, I adjure you by the living God, tell us if you are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him, You have said so. But I tell you, from now on you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his robes and said, He has uttered blasphemy. What further witness do we need? You have now heard his blasphemy. So what about those initial verses that left me scratching my head? With just a little research, I concluded that Paul was describing Jesus' roles, not his titles. And what about those who have done the research and still believe that Jesus was just a man or became a God after his resurrection? Keep studying, pray, and ask God to reveal this truth to you. It's important that you believe that Jesus is who he says he is. Our salvation depends on it. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God willing, God bless. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Please tell others about this podcast by rating us and leaving a review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other platforms. If you are watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment. And don't forget to click the bell for future notifications.